Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew A. makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 234. Two, three, four. We've done it. Jimmy, how are you? Johnny... Pretty tired, gonna be honest. Um, just got back from vacation today, feeling a little, um, little wiped. But I'm gonna power through because that's what I do. You sure do. Thank you for your uh, complete and utter dedication to this mm-hmm. podcast. Yes, I am a hero. Um, it doesn't need to be said, but I am saying it. Um, Johnny, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Last week, as you know, dear listener, was the Fourth of July in America, and we didn't even consider texting each other to see if we were recording. <laughs> it wasn't even brought up. No, there was it. Nope. Um, but speaking of someone who loves to bring things up, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Yeah, I bring him up so I can slam him down. Boom! Like an alley-oop dunk. I was doing a basketball. Joe, who hit who hit 234 in their career? That's all that people care about. <laughs> yeah, Guys, this is the part of the episode is, where everyone the... really wants to know batting averages. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's shocking how precipitous our drop in listenership has been <laughs> as we've become more of a baseball <laughs> podcast. Joe, the people want to know who and, in and their I want to deliver that information. Standing at six foot three inches tall and 245 pounds, mostly played with the Royals from 2004. Uh, until 2009, then split some time amongst about five other teams. John Buck, uh, a catcher, career batting average of 234, 134 home runs in that time. Wow. Only 100 more and he would have had his batting average. Yeah. What an idiot for not doing that. Yeah, he should have only played that. in the post. Only played in a single postseason game with the 2013 Pittsburgh Pirates. What a fucking loser. John Buck, if you hear this... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. How many games do you think it takes to hit a home like to hit a hundred home runs? Seven? Uh for me about yeah, about seven. It would yeah. take me it would take me one hundred games to hit a hundred home runs. <laughs> oh, would, that's a good average. Yeah. It's what that, a great clip. Yeah. That's nice too, because if you don't hit a home run one game, you just hit two the next. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like, what I like to do, I'm a procrastinator, so I would save them all. I would yeah. I would I would go to about 94, 95 games, no I home would, runs. And then I would go, oh no, I have to hit a hundred home runs. And then I would just light the world on fire. I would play two thirds of a season and beat the season home run record by thirty. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would also do. Just James, I just want you to know you're not alone. <laughs> I don't this. know why no one's tried that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It yeah, why do you guys keep waiting to hit all your home yeah. runs? Just hit them all. <laughs> hit 100 now. Do you think anyone who recently got fired from ESPN would come on this podcast as a baseball analyst? <laughs> uh, we should hope so. Uh, who were even baseball analysts? Peter Jeff Gammons, Van- is he still out there? Jeff Van Gundy? I only know uh, baseball analysts from 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Buck. Yeah, Pedro Tit- something. Pascal. Yeah, yeah, Pedro Pascal. And Tim McCarver. Yep. Tim McC- Someone on Twitter used to do like Joe Buck and Tim McCarver, like fake them commentating. It would be like, you know, Joe Buck saying like, you know, we're heading to the bottom of the ninth. The Cardinals are going to look to uh, extend their lead here. And then Tim McCarver would just be like, I ate a butterfly. <laughs> uh, I like that. Anyhow. Uh, boys, how are we doing? Have we eaten any delicious food lately? James, tell us about your vacation. 
Um, I went to Lake Placid, New York. Um, it was lovely. To uh, ski? The, n- not to ski. A couple to more months To ski in July, that. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to participate co- in the Olympics? <laughs> I yeah. did participate in the Olympics. Did you do I skeleton? Have, I now have a gold medal in, nice. um, in cross-country In the 1980 skiing. games. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, in skeleton, you said. You did skeleton. <laughs> I did do, I did do skeleton. Um... <laughs> It was great. It was very fun. I do have. Um, I've come up. I came. I went up into the wilderness, and I came down um, with a new law that I would like to propose. Ooh! Um, oh, we do love if, when you get in your cups about yeah, laws. If you are going to open a barbecue restaurant, you should have to pass a test. Yeah. As to what your barbecue can be, there are too many barbecue this. restaurants in this in this country. And too many, and most of them are half-assed barbecue places. Yeah, and there should there should only be one kind of barbecue restaurant, the ones run by psychos like that Franklin, like Franklin Barbecue. Like, yeah, you should only be able to open a barbecue restaurant if you're going to be up at two a.m. every day, slow cooking things, and they're going to be otherworldly. Otherwise, I don't want to eat it. It's yeah. garbage. You make dog shit food. Stop serving it to people. Yeah, I I, I can get on board with that. So did you go to a good or a bad place? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you. I I clocked this place when I walked in. It was like, oh, we're a barbecue place. And I, I immediately was like, I'm not touching the barbecue here. I got shrimp tacos. They were pretty <laughs> They were pretty good, sure. which they shouldn't be at a barbecue restaurant. You shouldn't go to a barbecue restaurant and get good shrimp tacos. My tell, brother got was- ribs, and they were awful. Sure. Awful. So bad. Because you're in um, Lake Placid where they probably yeah. have shrimp and not cows. Yeah. Yeah. Whose idea was it to go to the barbecue restaurant? It was my brother's. I did not recommend it. It was directly across the street from the uh Lake Placid Olympics Museum and the uh which I've is been there. in the yeah, in the arena. It was directly across the street. I was like, we could look elsewhere and he was just like, no, let's just go here, and we're really, we're all really hungry, and I, we were all really hungry, and boy, was it not great. It was chosen for its ease. Did it have good reviews? Did you take a look? No, when yeah, when I sat down, it had a three point eight on Google, and I was like, ooh, that's tough. Tough. not great, tough. Uh, can we just? I, I do want to continue talking about this uh, garbage food. Is there ever going to be another moment where like some weird nothing town gets to have the Olympics? Um, yeah, Wald Lake, Michigan's gonna get uh, the the twenty thirty six Summer Olympics. But like a place that in theory has some facilities, right? Like like Bozeman, Montana. Are they gonna get <laughs> the Winter Olympics? The summer you know? games. I, it definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, if it happens, I mean, yes, it will be a Winter Olympics town though, because like ski, it'll be a ski town. Sure. Because like, it can't, you can't do the Summer Olympics in fucking Nashville, right? Yeah, like, the next the one... Summer Olympics are in some tiny town in France I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Porus, right? It's, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's spelled like Paris. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah, Paris's yeah. sister city, Porus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. So that's what I came out of the woods with. Other than that, the food was good. Uh, what, have, I had, what a great, oh, had, what a great Walt Whitman way for you to go out, commune with nature, and come back with rules about barbecue and nothing about self-preservation or you know, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> self-actualization. Did they do, did they do anything? Possibly, did other people get dishes that were okay? They did do. They did do pretty good um, 
fried pickles. They were they were full. They mm, were full. Thought for sure, pic- you were about to say a meat of some kind. No, no, no they were full fried pickle spears. Okay, uh, huge spears, almost a little too big, but they worked out. They were very good. Um, they were so big I, because they worked out. Yeah, I don't know. All the other stuff, it just didn't. It wasn't. I love a fried pickle. If you could only have a sphere or a chip, though, would you choose a sphere? What do you mean by sphere? Spear. Oh, sorry. A spear. 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 I said the wrong word. Yeah, it you did. It will never uh, happen again. And it confused me and scared me. Um, yeah. yeah, pickleballs is what yeah, I thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like tennis. I think... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think the ideal is a spear, but it's easier to do chips. Yeah, and I think a chip... It depends on the spear, but I think the breading ratio of a chip I might prefer more. See, I, that's what I'm saying is the ideal spear, the breading is, if you get a good breading on it, it'll be better on a, on a spear, but it's harder to get it get that on yeah, a spear I than see it that. is on a chip. Right. Because a spear is a, is a more ideal dipping thing usually, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that, but I, I've had my favorite experiences with pickle chips with the chips. Yeah. Okay. Or with fried pickles with chips. They're both great There's answers. nobody, real quick aside, there's nobody more dedicated to dipping anything than Joe Strix. I love it. There's You truly, you love dipping more than... Uh, most most foods are, are vehicles for dips, I would it's, say. And that's, and see, that's just, that's the antithesis which is why, of how I live my life. Spoiler alert, which is why a lot of this episode pissed me off, is we, we made a bad, oh, we'll we get- made... We made a bullshit vehicle and a bullshit thing. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, I also, it, we, I had 4th of July. It was good. I made a seven-layer dip that I'm pretty uh, pretty happy with. Twas banging. Um, I was there. Yeah. Um, yeah, That that's about my food adventures. You boys? Um, I went to a new restaurant in our neighborhood called Gertrude's. They have a place called Gertie's, and this is their other place. Tough. And they had a, they had a very good, what's that? It's tough. I mean, Gertrude's is a. It, it's the food has to be excellent to call it Gertrude's. Yeah. in my mind, it was very good. Uh, we had a burger there that was in a Reuben style, which I had never had before. Ooh. It was very good. Uh, a little Stuttered? bit of sauerkraut. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was named after season two of American Idol. <laughs> it's a burger that lost to the Clay the Clay Aiken burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then that burger ran for. Congress? What so are you wait, no. For? Ruben started one. Clay Aiken came in second. My apologies. Clay Aiken came in second. Ran yeah. for Congress. Is gay. He's a gay uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Helpful detail. Well, it detail. was important because he didn't he not come out until like way after, and everyone was like, oh, "You're yeah. thinking of Lance Bass, James. Yeah, you yeah. can't keep get. You can't keep getting fla- face <laughs> blind on famous gay guys from the '90s. <laughs> it's like a mainstream television show. He wasn't comfortable coming out. In, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, in what yeah, year? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> You're telling me that, that that America's tolerance towards gay people in 2003 wasn't the greatest? A no. show where and, he needed and, their vote to advance? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super. Johnny, the point is, there's sauerkraut on your burger and Russian yeah, yeah, dressing? Yeah. There was, yeah. And it was pretty tasty. It was a very good burger. Um, and then they had a cake. A It was a, basically a black and white cookie in the form of a cake. Oh, yes. And all the reviews That's redundant. Like, black and white cookies already are cakes. Stop. Uh, all the reviews were like, this is the best thing they have. And I'm like, how good can a piece of cake be? I think it was the best piece of cake I've ever had in my life. Whoa. It was so moist, so 
like decadent. It was yes. delicious. Which was, half did you like more, the black or the white? Go. You have to. You have to pick. You have to pick. I, you have to pick one. I honestly don't think there was a difference in flavor. <laughs> wow, Johnny, that was how progressive that was of very you. Very progressive of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Someone's virtue signaling, signaling <laughs> on. <laughs> I uh, honestly, whenever I eat one, all I see is a gray cookie. Yeah. <laughs> We have uh, we had friends in town this weekend, so we went together. And then also, uh, since Emily and I are getting married, we're we're trying out doing like a joint budget. You guys together. are getting married? Damn it! That's right. Damn I'm it, engaged. Joe! I I literally was about to do that joke, and then I was like, no, no, don't stoop so low, and then you jumped in. Sorry, Johnny. Keep going. I'm engaged to be married, and we <laughs> set our first version of like a budget. And then I was like looking at this weekend. Uh, Based on going to this one restaurant and then just doing various other things, we're like three quarters of the way through what we like deemed as an eating out budget for the month. So Ooh. that might need to be adjusted. New York <laughs> City, I don't know if you know this, expensive. So expensive, in fact, it forces people out of it. Yeah, yeah. move to Jersey, baby. It's slightly less expensive here. Um, and then I made salmon tonight, which was good. <laughs> A perfect we have salmon. We have salmon every Monday. I've gotten extremely efficient with it. I have and you, like, and you call them salmon Mondays? Yeah. Yes, we do actually. And, and honestly, Johnny, every time I eat salmon, I like that it's been prepared efficiently. That's yeah. the number one thing I'm looking for. Tip top. What I do, I can get when I start making dinner and then putting it on the table, twelve to fifteen minutes. That is pretty good. I take the salmon out. I preheat my carbon steel pan, sear the salmon so the fish gets crispy. Then I put it under the broiler. And while that's under the broiler, I prep everything else. I usually make a sauce for the salmon and I prep a vegetable. And then what I do is I take the salmon out of the broiler, put the vegetable under the broiler. That only takes a few minutes. Finish the sauce, put it all on a plate. Now, when you say prep a vegetable, yeah, would it, give me an example of what that means. Because I cook fairly often and for me... Vegetables can take anywhere from 20 minutes to two and a half hours, depending on how long <laughs> they need to be chopped or cooked. What are you doing? I'm usually doing a quick vegetable to work with the salmon. So tonight we had asparagus. So all I did was I... No, asparagus Asparagus has a great 40. It's a very quick vegetable. That is... I, quick vegetable. It is a quick vegetable. That is maybe the quickest. It's got, yeah, great lateral speed. Very good. <laughs> yeah. It's three cones. Good in the open, yeah, good in the 99th open field. percentile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit arrogant, but good. sure. Yeah, definitely. Listen, definitely you knows gotta, how fast it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah you yeah. can't um, teach speed. Yeah. I cut the bottoms off. Olive oil, salt, and pepper under yep. the broiler it takes like four minutes. Yep. Proud of you. Yep. That's exactly correct. Do I go now? Yeah, you go. I ate Cheesecake Factory for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I was proud of my boy. I was there. You never had it. I never had it. I went there. It I was. That- doesn't that not fit who he is as a person? No, I mean, everything Joe about me says that I from that factory. I frequent a place that that includes both cheesecake and industrial complexes in its name. Um, it was great. You went, what'd you get? Uh, we do, we did like a little snack sampler. So we did like mac and cheese balls and um, what else? Jamie, what else was on there? We did mac um, and cheese balls. We did um, some. F- Firecracker shrimp, I think, right? Yes. Uh, the Wait, did you go there on the 4th of July? We did go there on the 4th we of July. We did go on the 4th of July. <laughs> it was great. It was pretty kick-ass. And then uh, we took home some sort of peanut butter cup cheesecake slice that uh, was truly stupendous. Oh, we also it, did pot stickers. Those were really good. Yes. Because the Cheesecake um, Factory knows no bounds when it comes to culture. 
No, it's exactly. it, I was I was kind of constantly perplexed by the sort of general layout and uh what's the word oeuvre, I guess. It just for all the jokes that I've heard about it and all the kind of all all of its place in the cultural milieu, it was breathtakingly weird. <laughs> um I love it. But yeah, had a great time there and I don't know if I've talked about this on this podcast. Have I talked about how Amanda and I do uh, Donut Thursdays now? No. You have not, no. So, new tradition. Every Thursday morning, we go get breakfast. The first time it happened to have been a donut that we got. But it's now, it's we call it Thonut, which is a, it was a funny portmanteau of Thursday and Donut. Uh, donuts have only been involved on one of four of these so far. Uh but I highly recommend sort of taking yourself out to breakfast once a week uh, with your loved one if you got one. We now have four days of the week that are dedicated to food on this podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We have pizza Sundays. Yeah. We have bagel Saturdays. Yeah. Donut Thursdays. Salmon, salmon Mondays. Mondays. Yeah. Right, the, yeah. The yeah. holy quadrumvirate. Yeah. <laughs> and then LeBron James has Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. But well, he does yeah, not. Le- no, 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 no. He does not no, get no, claim over no, Taco yes, Tuesday. No, it's, it's true. true. It's he Joe, thought of it. It's LeBron James trademark Taco Tuesday. Yeah. You have to say it that way. No one had ever said it before him. Is this real or am I high? Both. Yeah. <laughs> I did do a, a, a crate of mushrooms before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he tried to trademark it and then people said, what? <laughs> <laughs> like when Paris Hilton tried to trademark the phrase, that's hot, as if, yeah. as if I wasn't ever going to eat fajitas again. <laughs> she tried to catch the have the catchphrase. Please don't touch the plate; it's too hot. <laughs> yeah, and then I responded by trying to trademark. You know, that's the sound of fajitas and snakes. Second Harry Potter. But anyway, we've been using it as an excuse to go and do like you know a Thursday morning diner hang for all intents and purposes. Uh, bagels in the middle of the week. It's great. Highly recommend Are it. Are both of you unemployed? <laughs> no, she just worked West Coast hours, so we can both be out oh, until 10 a.m. Okay, if we okay, want to be. yeah. I was I, like, however, this, sounds, this sounds so fun, and I hey, cannot do this. Hey, Jimmy, get this. You should get unemployed. With- Ooh, maybe I will. <laughs> Listener, story- if you're still toiling away at a job you hate, may I recommend getting fired from that job? <laughs> James's life mostly consists of wondering how his friends hang out in the middle of the day without I, him. It boggles <laughs> my mind. Joe, there's I get. A, Joe, I understand. I'm like, oh, there's my unemployed friend having a great time. Good for him. <laughs> then I have friends who ostensibly have great jobs, getting paid a lot. They tell me they work hard. I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> Nowhere do I see them working ever. The machine of American capitalism runs with or without us, James. We are but cogs in a machine that has no necessary parts. I (laughs) confidently can say I could do half of my friends' jobs having no idea what they do, but just because I would work harder than them, apparently. (laughs) Well, this is your problem. You're thinking that hard work is is in any way the point. It's not. (laughs) Oh, it very much is. It would be. My friends apparently could be running the country if they worked. If they worked one day a week. Jimmy, no one runs the country. It was about a month ago, and we sent James a photo of all of uh, myself, Joe, in front of the Potalon at a diner, and you lost your mind. I was was drowning in work this spring. (laughs) This spring has been the most, the busiest my job has ever been, and I was furious, furious to get that text. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was a Somehow highlight. Somehow I me. left unscathed. Out well, of it. John, I understood your. I was between your, roles. You were between somehow. Yeah. Somehow the big one of the biggest companies in the world can't figure out how to move a desk across yeah, yeah, the yeah. hallway. That is true. <laughs> Joe, Joe was uh, was not working. Was Eric there because he never has worked a day in his life? But Alan, who who has talked to me about his job, just yeah. just there on Flaunting a whim, it. and but he and he was playing basketball like. The day before, I don't know. Whatever. The point is, I had, I had a, who I had a lovely time at the Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> and I recommend that you all go get breakfast on Thursdays. Johnny, right. let's talk about. Uh, I'm sorry. Which which of the five questions is this doctor? I would assume doctor, that... it's who. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, more like Doctor Who cares. Next. I've never seen this show. Uh, but I know that only the biggest nerds I've ever met in my life have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. Yeah. Um, I have watched... I'm sure it's fine. Three quarters of one episode of this show. I'm uh, sure that gives you, have... gives you the gist of a 60-year oh. show. So you're an expert. <laughs> For this podcast, yeah. Um, yeah. I was recommended to start. I don't remember which episode it was. It was... The guy with the big nose. Because you can't he had start at the nose. beginning. That was the Doctor Because it's Who. been going forever, right? It's been going forever. This wasn't the first episode, but this was like one of the reboots right, in right. like the early 2000s they told me to watch. David Tennant. He, nope, before him. Um, um, Pierce Brosnan. No, after him. Pierce Wait, Brosnan. Was he, was he really Doctor Who? No, but it was after he was Bond. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're not going to figure it out. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, I watched one episode, and it was I, it was emphatically not for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. More of a more of a doctor. What? When? Where? Why? And how? Kind of guy. That's right. The joke is back. Yep. Uh, in the clip that we watched, he takes uh, fish fingers, which is what British people say for Ugh, fish sticks, God. and dips them in custard. And I'm sure that had some significance in the episode, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, it felt like a stupid thing. It, it, here's the thing. It's the kind of thing where if I liked the show, I would be defending it vehemently right now. But because I don't give a shit about the show, I can call it stupid. We don't and know, but he he dips fish sticks in custard and then drinks the bowl of custard. Yeah. Which is not a drinkable substance usually. Am I wrong? Sure it is. You can drink you custard. Can, you can kind of uh, kind of get it back there. Just kinda, <laughs> All right. Yeah. I prefer um, to have it plunged into my mouth, but I get it. I feel like Cri- it has like the Eccleston, by the way, was, was the who that I saw. Oh, um, got it. Uh, yeah, this was... First, just immediately, this episode put me off by learning that uh, British people call chicken, uh, call fish sticks, uh, fish fingers. Just awful. Just another, another in a long line of things that the British people have just completely fucked up. Uh, And it was, and it was Matt Smith who's currently the the creepy incestuous brother on the new Game of Thrones series. That's right. Yes. He's Um, also Prince Philip in the Crown. Prince Philip. Philip. Um, yeah, if, 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 I mean, if you're going to, they're fish, they're fish trainers, you know, they're, they're anything right. else. Fish uni. Fish uni. Uh, f- fish crisps. So the first thing our boy Babish does is he does a recreation. He makes some fish sticks from the freezer and then uh, some store-bought custard, dips them, and says it's not that bad. What are, is our experience with a frozen, a frozen fish stick? Was this um, a part of our youth? Would oh, you yeah. believe it was a it was a cornerstone? <laughs> yeah, same same for me. These were pretty pretty heavily featured in my childhood. Yeah, these were um, these were a, big, a constant. Yeah, a big fan of of fish sticks for sure. Yeah. 
for whatever reason, they never made it into our repertoire. Like they are, they are pretty anti-Christian, I would say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I would argue they're actually super Christian because I know a lot of friends who would have them um, during Lent. Yeah, sure. When they were kids, I feel like the our, in our frozen food game, the hot pocket was a big staple. Um, See, I didn't get hot, I didn't get hot pockets until I was later in high school so as a oh, kid right? like, yeah as like a real young kid fish sticks were man they're good and then we did a lot of banquet chicken that was like the frozen chicken you remember those mm-hmm. but yeah uh, no fish sticks never really made it into the newman household they they're uh if you're a midwesterner with a dog shit palate they're a great thing to dip into ketchup um, but as you get older, they become a great thing to dip into a variety of other things. <laughs> and as we've into... established, you love a dip more than I. I love yeah. a dip, so you can make a, a spicy a spicy tartar sauce, let's say, and sort of dip into that. Um, I yeah, I love fish sticks so much that they I don't like fish and chips. <laughs> wait, explain that. Yeah, because wait, what fish and chips? For some reason, fish like. I because I grew up so much on the 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 breading the, it's the breading the breading on fish sticks is crispier and like more bread crummy. Yeah, it's more bread crummy than battery. Yeah, yes. yes, it's not a batter and I don't love a batter in general. It's not my favorite thing. So every fish and chips I've had, it's good, but it's not my favorite and I get I feel sick every time I've had fish and chips. I've felt sick after. Huh. Yeah. What do Every you think time. of like the batter on like like a funnel cakey type batter that's on like a fro- like a deep fried Oreo or something? I, see, I don't love that. I'm not mm. the biggest fan. I like funnel cake by itself, but I also can only have like a little bit of it. It's just it's it's so much to me. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. it's it is it, because it is the most aggressively deep fried thing. Anything yeah. that is battered, I mean, you're ostensibly you're comparing. I don't know two sides of the same coin here but like fried fish at least there's fish in it you fry just the dough like in and butter it and powdered sugar it like yeah it's gonna be gross I it's delicious also but it's gross why fish and chips doesn't hit with me because every time i've had had fish and chips i'm it tastes too much like funnel cake to me like because the bat like <laughs> i don't know like you that's, that's the, drenching them in powdered sugar then. yeah <laughs> yeah it, it should that's like the switch that goes off in my brain like it's like oh this is Funnel cake, but then there's fish in there. I don't know. I, I think know. Uh, we we made fish and chips one time, and it was one of the most delicious things we've ever done in terms of home cooking. Because we made actually we made fish and onion rings, but uh, or uh, onion crisps. I remember uh, that. Yeah, and it's fantastic. You 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 batter something, fry it up. I'm gonna give it a shot, and that was the lightest, crispiest, airiest fish. Early days of the pandemic when it was still like, oh, I was experimenting with cooking different things. Emily's like, oh, you should make fish and chips one night. And I think it was the most frustrated I ever got cooking. It is it is tough because you, you, the fish has to be so dry to then like take the breading and then get dunked. It just is I a also whole just mess. wasn't as good at cooking back then. And I was getting frustrated when like the fish was sticking and all kinds of stuff. Sure. And uh, I want to redeem myself and try it again sometime soon. Maybe that's what I'll make for James next to try to convince him that he likes this. All right. Yeah. I'm into that. I'll take and, that. And Johnny, remember, we are always redeemed in the eyes of the Lord, uh, who is uh, Jewish. Anyway, um, I thought this was a weird episode because I thought the custard that he made didn't quite live up to the billing oh, of yeah, the prompt. He, he bailed out hard on this so, episode. So he made a savory custard that was 
uh, and, and the way he described it was, I mean, he, he does all the flavorings of a tartar sauce, but it has the eggy, he does like custard making technique at the start to get it to be thick. So it right. is a custard that he just puts tartar sauce ingredients into. What was the, It's essentially so the, like but, an aioli. Yeah, it was basically like he made mayonnaise is what he made. But like, yeah. this was, is the difference between the mayonnaise and the custard that he, instead of olive oil, he used sugar? When he no, started no, he, whipping he, up the egg yolks? The custard had a bunch of milk in it, which an aioli does not have. Uh, so right. he made the custard. He did use a little. I forgot bit of sugar. about the milk. Yeah. Yeah. So he did sugar and uh, egg yolks, and then yep. mix that up, and then put a lot of milk in, and then it became thick. So like mm. it was, it was a custard. It was a savory custard. It just yeah. wasn't. As I as I think about it, I'm giving it a touch of a rake just because it's like, all right, what else can we really do with vanilla custard as the prompt? Like this is, I guess, the direction you have to go. There just wasn't any attempt to add back in a vanilla component, which. To be he fair, didn't try to make it what like would a dessert there be? custard. Right. He didn't even try the okay. What to was try the... and yeah, because then you'd be trying to do dessert fish, which is insane. Right. He sometimes what he does is he'll do a faithful recreation and then he'll do his version. He just skipped to his version this time. Right. The, the quote unquote faithful one was just store bought chicken yeah, fingers totally. and store bought custard. Right. right. Like it wasn't for real, which right. is fine. Because I think he's made both of those things on like basics episodes, so it's fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this one was, and then he makes the fish sticks. And to James's point, he makes them way more like little fish and chips. Right. Which, again, they're not fish sticks. If you don't like fish and chips, you won't like it. I like it. I like fish and chips, so I thought it was like a fun implementation. But I would have preferred to see the breadcrumb version of a fish stick done for these. Yeah, that's fair. That's reasonable. What else? What do you guys want to do now? <laughs> <laughs> James is too tired to argue. I am yeah. very tired. I apologize. That's no. all right. Um, should we correspond with a coward? Yeah, let's, let's do it. I liked the app. I thought it was good overall. It was uh, a solid app. It was fine. Yeah, it was I, quick. Love a quick app. He gets down and dirty. No dough. No dough. Got to respect no it. Um, we got uh, a coward, Ian, who is uh, written in once again. He says, podcast email and accompanying food picture. You don't have to open if that feels sketchy. We will not. Is it his what dick? If he, what if he sent us a virus and that was how he did it? <laughs> Honestly, what a great way to end this podcast. <laughs> it would be very funny because it would only affect Joe's computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... Don't think that would be very funny at all, except that I would get to get a new computer. Nope, John and I talked about it. It would be very funny. I guess I'm not voted two to one on that one. (laughs) Um, Ian says, hey, Babish boys, after listening to the recent episode and Dee's email about blasting it out of her car, and James saying he wants a picture of somebody playing it out of their car, uh, I just wanted to put out there that I am a truck driver, and my semi has really good speakers. Ian, we're going to need to see some video of these speakers, Perhaps blasting our own voices. Um, I don't super know why, but they will blow blow your tits off, and I frequently just blast podcasts while I'm driving, which is fine for the most part because I'm driving and nobody can hear. But then <laughs> I will also do it if I'm driving through a residential area at 2 in the morning because I find that funny. <laughs> and, what, <laughs> and what's anyone going to do to me? <laughs> so you... So you all have definitely woken up some people in, like, central Georgia. Nice. <laughs> I love that. Yo, if you're in central Georgia, get fucked, idiot. If you're yeah, hearing yeah. this now, beat up Ian, who's in a yeah, truck. Be from be from north Georgia or be from south Georgia, you cowards. Yeah, what is this, Macon? Fuck out of here. 
<laughs> Figure that would give a laugh from Ian. P.S. I am um, accompanying this with a picture of some personal pizzas I made recently that were really good and incredibly easy, and I'll put the recipe here as well, but I thought maybe it would be a fun thing to do in an email since you're always talking about the food you make. Ian, very observant as a frequent listener of the pod that we are talking about food consistently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm making fun of you, but, uh, you know, go fuck yourself. Um, these are the personal pizzas that Ian made. Ooh, a little deep dish action. You'll, you'll notice that they're deep as hell and crispy as hell. Um, they look tasty as fuck. Those Ian, look really good. Probably going to post these. in an insulting these. way. Uh, in a good way, these look kind of like a Stouffer's French bread pizza a little bit. They look like a plussed up version, definitely. Yeah, they really do, and they look awesome. In a awesome. very good way. I would eat the shit the, out of these The things. pepperoni is the exact kind of crisp I'm looking for, and the cheese seems to have gotten real crunchy on the sides. I'm way on board um, with this. On a slightly related note. Yeah. Um, Ian said he is a truck driver. Is there a job that you know next to nothing about but sort of fantasize about having in your head? Because being a truck driver is, like, number one for me. Because it <laughs> seems like, like again, I know not, this This is my, my what I believe the job to be is might be insulting. But, like, I'm like, oh, man, you just get to, like, drive on the road forever and, like, listen to music and podcasts and audiobooks. That and like you don't have to talk to anyone or do it. Like it sounds like the perfect job, and I know that's not right. I know that's there's so much more to it. But the, is there a job that you are like I want to do that job? Firstly, I just want to say that I am immediately imagining a scenario like that um, Twilight Zone episode, like where the guy can finally read all the books he wants and then his glasses his break. glasses break. Yes. I'm imagining you get this trucker job and then your speakers are blown out so you can't listen to anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, uh, in a similar vein, I I have the same f- like fantasy about um, being the cat driver at a ski resort who grooms, sure. the, who grooms all the trails. Yes, to me, I'm like that seems like the perfect job. I know it's not. They work hellish hours and get paid dog shit. Sure, but, like in my head, I'm like, oh man, that seems awesome. Uh, Johnny, do you have one? Yeah, for me, it's uh, being on the PGA tour. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! You'd finally be better than James. It would be awesome. I would love to see that. Um, no, 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 no. He didn't say he'd be better than me. He just said he'd be on the PGA Tour. <laughs> that would be kick-ass. Just current Johnny on the PGA Tour as is. Mine is, uh, I work at Buffalo Wild Wings as a sauce tester. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Truly perfect. Uh, I, <laughs> I just imagine every day, it's you get dressed, you, you wake up. You put on a suit and a tie like yeah. it's the 1950s. You have a briefcase, and every day, every day, you come home and you're just covered in sauce, coated, just absolutely. There's like there's, like a like a coal miner from the 50s, <laughs> but instead of it's just sauces on your face and there's your fingers one, and your hands. There is one half oval uh, <laughs> over just my chest where the bib is <laughs> that that shielded just that area. <laughs> Everything else is ruined. <laughs> Oh, it's a tough day, Buffalo. They, they tested a licorice sauce. I hate this job. This job is hell. How many different ways are we going to do ranch, Linda? God damn it. How, how many times do I have to tell you no? I come home and I just knock all the sauces off the table from yeah. dinner that's been made. You, you drink in a dark room and don't talk to your kids. But I, dr- I do drink the sauce that I like. like. Yeah, it's just regular buffalo. It's mild. Swilling it in a snifter. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, guys!
is. Uh, if is. you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're Gab, Gab with Bab on Twitter. Are we even on Twitter anymore? Can we get rid of Twitter? Twitter's uh, take Twitter out it. of there. Twitter's done. Twitter's done. We're Don't do shit on threads. Threads, threads baby. I will uh, not be getting on threads, but. If I ever have a Blue Sky invite before I invite it to e- either of you guys, I'm inviting the podcast. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> uh, um, if you want to send us uh, an email with your questions, comments, queries. That's what we want. Send us your job uh, that you fantasize without knowing anything about and are probably completely wrong about. Um, or send us your personal pizza recipe. Yeah. Um, send that to GavinWithBabish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. We've done it. Hi, everybody. Yeah.